Everything is inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder of Acharya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Om Agana Timananda Sanganangana Salakaya Chaksuru Miritam Yana Tashmai Sri Gurveda Maham Sri Chaitanya Manubhishtam Stapitam Yana Bhutare Sayam Rupakaramayam Dadati Swaparantikam Our topic today is the path of the righteous. Would you agree with me? It's easy to get satisfied where we are. We've seen blessing and favor. We've had a great history. Krishna's protected us, promoted us. He's opened doors. When that happens, we can start thinking that we've seen our best days. We've had a good run of favor, but now it's over. Let's just coast along on the blessings of the past. Can I tell you, Krishna never does his greatest feats in your yesterdays. They're always in your future. I've heard it said the path of the righteous gets darker and darker. Wait a minute, I think I got something wrong there. The path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. What Krishna has in front of you is more fulfilling, more rewarding than anything that you've seen today. However, sometimes before it gets brighter, it gets darker. Before we see more than enough, we have to go through a season of not enough. There are times the good has to come to an end in order to make room for the best. At the time, it doesn't make sense to us. Why did my business slow down? Why did this person walk away? Why did this door close? I'll tell you, it's all part of Krishna or God's plan. He's shaking things up to move you out of the good into the best. If he didn't close those doors, you wouldn't see the fullness of your destiny. We may not like the process. It's uncomfortable. We're doing the right thing, but the wrong thing is happening. We're working hard, not seeing increase. Thoughts will tell you it's never, ever, ever going to get better. Don't believe those lies. That disappointment, that breakup, that illness, that slow season, none of it stopped what Krishna has for you. Rather, it's getting you in position for favor that you've never seen. That relationship didn't work out. Krishna knew that was going to happen. Krishna wasn't caught off guard. He's already lined up someone better than you can imagine. Your business has slowed down. The contract didn't work out. That setback is not stopping you. It's setting you up for new levels. You're going to come out not like you were before, but healthier, stronger, promoted, increased. Krishna saves the best for next. You may feel like you're coming to an end. Opportunities are drying up. Doors are closing. Favors reached its expiration date. What used to work is not working. Resources are depleted. You're even having a hard time making ends meet, running out of strength. You feel weary. You feel drained. You don't think you can take it anymore. Now, this may sound odd, but you're in a very good place. <laughs> when you come to the end of your strength, that's when Krishna steps in. Your end is Krishna's beginning. Krishna steps in, not just helps you to get through it, but rather he tells you in that moment, I've saved the best for next. The best position, the best relationships, the best in your finances, your most intimate walk with the Lord. 
You'll have more of his divine presence than you ever had. The best in your health, you'll feel better than you ever felt. The best in your family, you're happier than you've ever been. You're more connected to the Lord than at any time in the past. The fact that things are running out doesn't mean that Krishna has forgotten about you. You must not have favor. You must have done something wrong. No, it's a sign that Krishna is about to unleash something that you've never seen. Sometimes we feel like we have no more, no more strength, no more vision, no more health. That's okay. There are seasons when you come to an end. You run out of a good thing. What runs out in your life is not a surprise to Krishna. That relationship that didn't make it, the company that let you go, the loved one you lost, the health that went down, none of that means that you've seen your best days. Just sit back, endure it, keep a smile on your face, knowing that new levels of favor are coming, new levels of your destiny, better health, better opportunities, better relationships. Krishna never brings the faithful out the same. The God Center are going to look back and say, Krishna, you saved the best until now. That person that walked away, don't get bitter. They had to go so the best could show up. And when you see what Krishna does, who he brings, you'll say with me, the best was next. Those co-workers that played politics, kept you from the promotion, made you look bad. You thought you ran out of favor, that Krishna had forgotten about you. Can I tell you that had to happen? And when you see the new door that Krishna opens, how he promotes you in the presence of your enemies, how he gives you influence and favor that you've never seen. You'll say, Lord, thank you. You saved the best until now. You've taken me where I can't go on my own. Our message is don't be discouraged when you suffered a loss. Don't be discouraged when you're feeling lonely. Don't give up when you think you've been abandoned. You feel like you're at your wit's end. You've studied your situation. You've racked your brain. You've tried to come up with a solution, but you just feel like you've run out of options. Can I tell you that people, circumstances, closed doors cannot stop your destiny, cannot stop your purpose. Bad grace cannot keep you from what Krishna has ordained. When you're stabbed in the back, you lose your job. The pandemic hits. What do you do? You keep doing what Krishna asks you to do. You keep being good to people. You keep giving, serving, expecting the best. And when Krishna takes you down to nothing, it's a sign that the best is coming. When the Pandavas were cheated out of their kingdom, forced into exile for 13 years, they'd lost everything, home, position, influence, income. They didn't know how they would even be able to feed themselves and their retinue of Brahmins. Once they reached their forest dwelling place, the head Brahmin Domya instructed Yudhisthira in the 108 names of the sun, as well as the Vedic prayers he should recite. Yudhisthira entered the Ganges River, stood up to his waist in the waters facing the sun and offered a bunch of prayers and worship to Bhivashan, the deity of the sun. Didn't drink or eat for several days, controlled his breathing through the process of pranayama. He didn't sleep. The king continuously praised the sun god from the waters of the Ganges. Three days later, the blazing, effulgent sun god appeared before Yudhisthira and said, I am pleased with your prayers and austerities, O king. You will get all that you desire. I will provide you with food for all the years of your exile in the forest. How is that going to happen? He gave to Yudhisthira a large copper bowl with the following instructions. When Draupadi, your wife, has cooked a meal, 
She should place the food on this dish. That food will then be inexhaustible in quantity until the time when she herself eats. You can thus feed any number of men from this plate, O king. Vibhishan rose into the sky and vanished, adding, You will regain your kingdom 13 years from now. Who would have thought a plate in the forest which would mystically feed thousands of hermits and their guests living in the forest and entertaining guests with royal gourmet food out there underneath the trees, (laughs) sitting on the ground. Not only that, the sun god is a lord of vibrant, radiant health. The nutrition provided from this bowl would be better quality than what the Pandavas could have gotten back in the palace that they got kicked out of. From this story, we understand that running out is a sign that running over is coming. You may feel like you're running out of strength today. You're weary from everything that's going on. Well, can I tell you, get ready. Running over strength is coming. Running over power that you've never felt. Running over energy that you've never seen. You don't see how you'll survive in the forest, so to speak, how you can bear the separation, how the loneliness will ever go away. When you come to the end of your wits, that's a good thing. When you can't figure out a solution, that's when Krishna steps in. You had to run out before you could see the best. You had to come to an end so Krishna can take you to a new level, so he can open doors bigger than you ever imagined, so he can give you health, strength, joy, peace like you've ever seen. The best is not behind you. The best is next. When you come to the end, you've exhausted your options. Your thoughts will tell you, well, it's all downhill from now on. You're running out of time. You can't accomplish your dream. You're out of favor. Business is slowing down. You're running out of strength. This pandemic is going to sink you. The only reason that you're running out is because Krishna saved the best for next. Keep the right perspective. Krishna, this looks like an end, but I know it's a sign that you're about to show up in my life. There's a story about Christopher Columbus. He was tired, drained, discouraged one day, frustrated in the accomplishment of his dream to explore new lands. And he wandered out in the country and came upon a monastery. All of a sudden, He got overwhelmed by a great thirst. He went into the monastery for a drink of water. He sat down. As he was being refreshed with a drink of water, an old monk listened to a story of how he wanted to mount an expedition and go to another land. The monk listened to that story. When it was all over, Christopher Columbus got up and went on. That old monk was a personal friend of Queen Isabella. He went and convinced her to finance the expedition of Christopher Columbus. Can you believe it? The discovery that America may have started with a drink of water and a quiet moment of refreshment in a monastery. It's easy to live discouraged, feel like we're going backwards, running out of favor, running out of health. There's only one reason why you're running out. The good is about to give way to the best. Krishna loves you too much to leave you with just the good. It's fine for a season, but at some point it's going to come to an end so that he can show out in your life in a greater way. When you run out of anything, Krishna doesn't have a problem giving you more. He's not a poor man. Krishna is so loving and so merciful. When you come out of that trouble, when you overcome that challenge, when you cross that mountain, he's going to never bring you out the same. He's going to take you from better to best. Best means, by definition, something you've never seen. Favor that you've never seen. Health that you've never seen. 
opportunities, influence, finances that you've never seen. The best is in front of you. After you see that best, Krishna will give you something better, a new best. That's what it means when it says he's taking you from glory to glory, from victory to victory. Now, obviously, in between these glories, there will be seasons where you feel like you have no more. No more to give, no more creativity, no more resources, no more options. There's nothing wrong with saying, Krishna, I have no more. I'm running out. You're blessed at that point at which you come to the end of your rope. With less of you, there's more of Krishna and his favor. That seems odd. True, you're telling me I'm blessed when I'm at the end? Why would Krishna say we're blessed when the contract didn't go through? We're blessed when that person walked away. We're blessed when we don't have any strength. It's because when you're at the end, when you've run out of options, when you don't have any more in your tank, that's when Krishna shows up and replenishes you. That's when he does more than you could ever imagine. The fact that the Pandas are eating well while they were in exile in the forest and even entertaining guests in a royal way with gourmet food made their enemy Duryodhana furious. According to Duryodhana, things weren't supposed to happen like that when you're in forest exile. Things are going so well for the Pandavas in the forest that people were leaving the city of Hastinapur in order to join the Pandavas and live better in the forest than they were living in the city. So Duryodhana wanted to change all that. He had the opportunity when a great sage named Durvasa, an incarnation of the anger aspect of Lord Shiva appeared. Now Durvasa was very eccentric. And if you displease him in any way, he could curse you, you all your generations to die and have bad luck. Sometimes Durvasa, you'd bring him a big feast at noon, lunchtime, he'd say, I'm not hungry, take it away. He'd get up at three in the morning and say, I'm hungry, cook a big feast. Very difficult to please, but Duryodhana marshaled all of his cooks and all of his retinue. For several days, Durvasa had nothing to complain about, after which he said, ask for me a boon, Duryodhana. Now, Duryodhana knew that after Draupadi had fed the guests on any given day, at the end, Draupadi would take her food from this plate. Then, 24 hours would expire before the plate could be replenished again. Duryodhana arranged very cunningly and deviously to guide Durvasa and his 10,000 disciples to the campground of the Pandavas, Duryodhana instructed his guides, make sure you don't arrive until after Draupadi has eaten her food. Then he lied to Durvasa. He said, the Pandavas want also the opportunity to host you in the forest. So I have guides, I'll take you to them. They've been informed of your arrival and they will have prepared a nice feast for you, all of which were lies. The Pandavas hadn't got a clue that Durvasa and his 10,000 disciples were about to descend upon them. And when they arrived, of course they were very hungry from having walked all the way from Hastinapur. And being a very well-known sage, he expected a certain level of hospitality. And the Pandavas were gassed to see this huge army of sages arrive. All they could think of to do was stall for time. They said, have your bath in the river and then please come for food. They thought that when they came for food, the plate would be fully loaded. They didn't know that Draupadi had already eaten, which meant food would not be forthcoming for another 24 hours. Durvasa and his disciples went to the river to take their bath. And when Draupadi came to know about their arrival, she was in great distress. She knew that a 
curse for Debrasa Muni would be disastrous for her whole family. There wasn't any point her asking help from anybody else around because there wasn't anybody else who could provide food. She went, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Oh Krishna, only you can save me. Do something. Krishna, Kontiya Pratichini, Nami Bhaktivarana. You've promised that your devotees never perish. Lo and behold, Krishna appeared right before her. Draupadi shared her distress, her plight with Krishna. Dharvasa is here with his disciples. He's very hungry. He's going to be back any minute. I have nothing to offer. Krishna said, why only Dharvasa? Dharvasa only came from Hastinapur, which is only a dozen or so miles away. I came a thousand miles. Why only Dharvasa? I'm hungry too. Is there anything to eat? She said, nothing. Then he said, show me the bowl. Now at the time of Ross's arrival, Draupadi had just finished eating and she was on her way to wash the bowl. She hadn't yet washed it. There was one tiny piece of spinach stuck to the side of the bowl. Krishna said to Draupadi, give it to me. Draupadi said, what are you doing? Eating a leftover piece of spinach from me? We needed enough to feed 10,000 people. Krishna closed his eyes. He took that leaf of spinach from the hand of his pure devotee on his tongue and he said, oh, I'm so full. Draupadi thought that Krishna was mocking her, eating a small leftover piece of vegetables and saying it was full. She said, don't be cruel, Krishna. I'm already in distress because these people are waiting and you're here cutting jokes. Krishna said, no, Draupadi, really, I'm very, very full. And then he burped. <laughs> it says, if you water the root of the tree, all the flowers, fruits, and leaves are nourished. Draupadi had just satisfied the root of the universe, the cause of all causes, the source of all creation, not with a quantity of food, but with the quality of her devotion. Krishna doesn't need any amount of food, but what he likes and enjoys and relishes is the devotion with which his devotees offer him food. Krishna burped in satisfaction. Now, meanwhile, down at the river, Nirvasa and all his 10,000 disciples had finished their bath. They were about to start up for lunch when they got full, stuffed up to the neck. They felt like they'd just eaten a huge meal. They felt like most of you feel after the Thanksgiving feast, you're sitting around in the afternoon, just blobbing out on the couch. At this point, they thought, well, maybe we shouldn't go back to the Pandavas campsite because they'll have a great lunch and we won't be able to do it honor and then maybe they'll curse us. So very discreetly, they ran away. But what do we learn? As much as we don't like it, the people that do us wrong conspire against us. The bad breaks, the betrayals, the disappointments. They're all part of Krishna's plan. God is not only ordering your steps, he's ordering the steps of those you need in order to fulfill your purpose. When things run out in your life, instead of complaining, being bitter, keep the right perspective. It had to run out to make way for the best so you can step up to be who you were created to be. What you're doing, in the running out seasons is very important. If you go around bitter, discouraged, trying to get even, that's gonna keep you stuck where you are. When doors close, when things slow down, when people turn on you, stay in peace. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna knows what he's doing. You're coming to an end, not because it's over, but because the best is next. Favor you haven't seen, opportunity that you didn't expect, increased strength, creativity, good health, more than you can imagine. What happens to a balloon after it is quote unquote spent itself? Seems dead again, all out of power, it's flat. 
There's no more spirit slash breath within it. Like that balloon, we have to be refilled. And every week we return to the temple, the church, the mosque, the synagogue, as you would go to a filling station for the purpose of recharging by associating with devotees, chanting, taking prasadam. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. In the Padma Purana it says, Nama Chintamani Krishna, Chaitanya Raja Vigara Purna Sura Nityat Mutu, Binadban Nami Namina. The holy name of Krishna is transcendentally blissful. It bestows all spiritual benedictions, for it is Krishna himself, the reservoir of all pleasure. Krishna's name is complete and is the form of all transcendental mellows. It's not a material name under any condition. It is no less powerful than the Lord himself. And the reason for that is that Krishna and his name are identical. When the energy seems to run out, Krishna is asking you to take your empty pots and refill them with his holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari. When your tank is empty, Krishna wants to replenish, to refill your tank with much higher octane fuel. Victories, glories, dreams fulfilled that you haven't seen or even imagined. But it is dependent on your going to the pump, drinking the replenishing, healing waters, filling yourself up with his power. And all we have to do is pass the test of being grateful even when we're thirsty being full of hope even when we don't see things happening, to pass the test of keeping the Lord first place even in the lean times. If you do this, Krishna will open the vaults of heaven. You might have to forgive someone who did you wrong. It doesn't make sense. They hurt you. You have a right to be bitter, but that will keep you from your best. It may be to step out in faith when you don't feel qualified, to teach that class, to start that business, to mentor that young person, to keep a good attitude when you're not being treated right, to stay on the high road, to let Krishna fight your battles. It's easy to try to pay people back, make them look bad, do to them what they did to you. No, trust Krishna to be your vindicator. He can vindicate you better than you can vindicate yourself. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hari, 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 Rama, Hari, Rama, 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 Hari, Hari. You're running out of resources. Businesses slow down. Get ready. Running over resources are headed your way. And because you honor Krishna, running over favors coming, running over blessings, running over opportunities. Running over opportunities means you have so many opportunities, you can't take them all. You have to pick and choose which ones you want. It is said that for those who walk with the Lord, he will replenish them when they get tired, refill them when they get empty, recharge them when their batteries get low. All we have to do is keep the state of our heart pure, always moving forward, always attempting to take more and more ground for the kingdom, always engaging steadfastly in his service. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And every time Krishna asks you to do a hard thing, that means there's a big blessing coming. When you choose to obey, when you do the right thing when it's hard, you're setting yourself up for Krishna to show out in your life, setting yourself up to see supernatural favor, supernatural healing, supernatural provision. Krishna has ways you've never thought of. Plan for your life is better than your own. What we think is the best is many, 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 many times less than what Krishna has in mind. 
Before this pandemic hit, our temple in Spanish Fork had good income from our annual festival of colors and the wholesale of bulk colors to nonprofits and schools all over America. And when the pandemic hit, all our mass gatherings were canceled. Our income stream dried up overnight from thousands of dollars weekly. We went down to barely enough to pay the bills. We're making ends meet, but I had outstanding loans of $288,000 to individuals who had given us money to help finish the construction of the Salt Lake City Temple. I'd accepted the loans early on in 2019, thinking that we could easily pay them back with the proceeds of the 2020 Color Festival and the sale of wholesale colors. Well, when all that income stream dried up, I've been going around feeling the weight of those loans and feeling stressed out, wondering how in the world we're going to meet our obligation, pay them back within the one or two year schedule as promised. Our biggest lender was Sri Sharma, to whom I owed $208,000. A few weeks later, he called just out of the blue in October of 2020 and said, Chiru, I know you're worried about how to pay me back. It pains me to think of you going around stressed over this. I'm calling today in order to forgive the entire amount of $208,000. I'm transferring it from a loan to a gift. I want to take that burden off your shoulders. Just a few weeks after that, our Govinda Dave extended additional relief by forgiving $20,000 of the money he'd loaned us. A total of $228,000 out of $288,000 was forgiven during and in fact because of the pandemic. Now let's have a moment of silence in case any other members who gave us a loan feel inspired to forgive their loan. Do I hear another 60,000, 50, 40, 30, 10? Now the pandemic took our income stream down to zero. The tank was empty. We were at the bottom of the barrel. Seemed like we'd run out of favor, run out of fortune. But that was only so Krishna could show his power in a different way. Take us from glory to glory, victory from victory, from best to best. We went from running out to running over. All the while I was stressing about running out of options, Krishna had something better in mind than I could have ever imagined. Getting $228,000 of debt forgiven was a lot easier than earning a bigger amount of money and paying back a net profit of $228,000. Well, based on my experience, can I tell you, you haven't seen your best days. You may feel stuck, doors have closed, the favor seems to run out. All that happens for a reason. It had to run out so you could see the best that Krishna has in store. The best part of your life is not behind you. The best part of your life is the next part of your life. You haven't seen, heard, or imagined what Krishna has in store. Now, you wouldn't be discouraged over that closed door if you knew what bigger and better door Krishna was about to open. You wouldn't be stressed over the pandemic if you knew that Krishna was going to forgive your loans. You'd put Krishna first place with no problem. You'd go on with a song in your heart. You'd continually honor him by chanting his holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Sometimes we feel like we're running out of time. It's too late to accomplish my dream. I missed my chance. I made too many mistakes. I'm too old. The economy is going down. It's never too late to become all that you're created to be. Krishna hasn't forgotten about the dreams that he put in your heart. You're not running out of time. You're running into time. 
I believe you're about to come into some best, best opportunity, best relationship, best health, best resources, like with the Pandavas, like with Draupadi, like with ourselves right here in Utah. Because you keep Krishna first place, you're going to go from running out to running over, from not enough to more than enough. Your latter days will be better than your former days. Get ready. In Krishna's economy, glory leads to more glory. Victory leads to more victory. Abundance leads to more abundance, more joy, more peace, more meaning, more opportunities. When you put Krishna first place, there are no limits. The best is always yet to come in this life. And in the next life, you'll go back to home, back to Godhead. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.